Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops are bigger and better than ever. With a new and expanded site at one of our two Winchester locations and our six well-established boutiques across the area, Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops attract bargain hunters, treasure seekers, collectors, and antiquers. Mention this ad on your next shopping trip and receive a 10% discount. Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops gratefully accept your donations, including electronics and furniture. For locations, hours, and information on how to donate, please visit blueridgehospice.org. Under Pressure podcast. My name is Sarah Willis. Uh, I will be hosting each each episode and excited to take some people along for the ride. Uh, to my left, I have my first uh, co-host today. Her name? I am Sarah Pope. Okay. And then to my left, we have Jesse Grace. And then over here is Clancy Pope. So, uh, I wanted to, of course, start off this episode with some ladies that I knew personally from jiu-jitsu. Uh, we train out of uh, Pursuit Jiu-Jitsu in Brookhaven, Mississippi. If you catch the accent, that's where we're from, deep south. And I wanted to get and pick the brains of my uh, co-teammates and find out a little bit of their story and ultimately why us four ladies pick Jiu-Jitsu of all the things to do and why we keep with it. A um, little bit of, I guess, my backstory. I started uh, doing martial arts when I was about 14, and I just kept with it. Eventually did Krav Maga, and my favorite part was the ground game, and eventually found my way to a gym up in Jackson, Mississippi, called, well, now it's called Precision Martial Arts. Uh, love the folks there, Anthony Mitchell, shout out to him. Uh, then I moved down here once I got married, and love Eric Medlin and his team, and yeah, so that's a little bit of my backstory of how I got into it. Uh, Miss Sarah, or Grace, or Clancy? So, we, me and Clancy started, I was 19 when I started, and how old were you, Clancy? I was 16. And we were doing a lot of international traveling and stateside traveling, and I guess our dad got a little worried, and he wanted to make sure we could take care of ourselves. Yeah. And so, we never even knew jiu-jitsu was a thing, and one day we rode by and we saw the jiu-jitsu sign up in Brookhaven, and I was like, y'all should go try it out. So, we um, we never even tr technically tried out a class. We came and watched like 15 minutes of it, and we were like, okay, we're going to do this. And so we came back the next day and signed a year contract, and here we are. Yeah. So, Okay, so I started jiu-jitsu. My dad was, I was like 12 at the time. And he called me and he was like, um, put on some like athletic clothes. We're going to this jujitsu place. And me at 12 had no idea what was going on. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll try it. And so um, I took the kids class at the time, which there was only like four kids in the class. So, um, and then he taught me in an arm bar and I ran off the mats to my mom. And I was like, mama, we have to stay here. I love it so much. And at the time you had to have like a six month contract. She's like, are you sure, sweetie? Like we need to, and I was like, mama, I have to do this. This is amazing. And four years later, I'm still here. Between all of us, we have four or five years each on the mats. Yeah, just yeah. four. Yeah, our, our, us three, we have four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
say, I know you were here, both, all three of you were here when it opened, correct? Mm, we yeah. came that November. It opened in February, right? Or we came? No, it, no, it opened, opened in November, November and then, February. yeah, February. Okay. okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of changes in that time, right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of like we got to grow with the gym and see all the people that stay and it, those yeah. who. It's so cool to, like, see from, like, especially, like, the mats changing out there to in here. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. And so y'all can't see what's happening. They We have two rooms in our uh, dojo, well, dojo or studio, if you will. And uh, this is before, but in the front, there's a bunch of windows, and that's where they had all their mats. And now we're here in the back, and we got walls that are padded. We got benches. And so, yeah, literally, it's changed in location. Sorry, I didn't mean to have to spit on you. No, you're good. But, uh, yeah, so question, I know the answer for me, but are y'all, do y'all compete a lot? Do you like competing? So I compete every once in a while. Um, it's been a year since I last competed just because it's been a busy year. But I usually do two competitions a year, sometimes more. But I do lots of AGF and Nagas. I hope to do an IBJJF soon. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, every once in a while I'll compete. Um, I compete a lot. I really like competing. I think like just seeing what I can get better at or seeing where I can improve and that like really interests me. And uh, I started off with like AGFs and now I'm trying to step into like the IBJJFs or like try to get like more super fights. I think those are really cool. Mm -hmm. Yep, same. I compete. I try to do two a year. AGF Jackson, Naga New Orleans. Yeah. That's my favorite ones. But yeah, I haven't competed in a year either because we took a year break. But yeah. Yeah, but it's not that you've not been doing <coughs> stuff. You know, y'all yeah. been out doing air traffic with the air guard and mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. They're they're keeping our skies safe. <laughs> Trying to. And these flying arm bars, they'll catch them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We took a competition break for the Mississippi Air National Guard, and yep, Old Clancy's a rated air traffic controller. So. Should yeah. name an airplane flying arm bars. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Flying arm bar two four. <laughs> like you see it going over there, it's like flying arm bar. Who are they? Like what? Are, what are these people thinking? Turn right, heading three six. <laughs> flying arm bar is turning right. <laughs> Watch out, she's coming in hot. <laughs> They'd be like, hey, are you okay? Yes. You're gonna put like jujitsu code names for like the things. You're like, no, hit the triangle, hit the triangle. You're like, what are you talking about? Turn right, turn right. Uh, him. Air tower, uh, can you come again? What, 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 I think your controller had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you're like in there panicking. You're like, hit the triangle. Oh my God. They're like, guys, we don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> so, with all the, the time that we've had on the mats you know obviously you know what you did day one it's not what you do day now uh, you know day day now, day now, <laughs> day now. Is, yeah. uh, so what are some things that as you roll what are your kind of defaults or your go-to's things that you enjoy doing and already seeing you <laughs> I'm so excited I love it <laughs> so I guess if you want to yeah go ahead and start yes I love bolos inverting screen guard lapels I love it all even though I've been passing recently, and I'm kind of mad about myself about that, but we're not going to talk about that because we're going to deny it as long as I can. But squid guard, I love that. I'll transition into, like, worm guard. Whenever I can throw a bolo in there, I'm going to be inverting, trying to take people's back. I don't know how often they work. My neck kind of hurts now from it, but I saw that coming. But totally worth it. Love bolos. Love all the fun, crazy stuff. It's safe to say you're a fan of the gi. Yes. My, I, I don't like no gi. I like the, like, leg locks and stuff of no gi. I really enjoy that. And um, uh, we learned honey hole the other day. Love honey hole. And I was heel hooking Sarah, and <laughs> he's like, oh, 
Purple belts in above could do it, and I was in the corner, like, had the heel, and I was like, I'm a blue belt, by the way, so it's not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he can't see us, it's okay. <laughs> and so very different games between each oh, side yes. of you. Oh, yeah. We all have very different games. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got their own style. So what what's what's something that you like? I know what you like to like bait me with in clothes guards. Yeah. So I am very basic. I feel like I don't like. I mean, I do the fancy stuff, drilling, but just in my everyday rolling, I usually stick with the basics. I try to get a takedown, go to mount, and usually go for either a choker or arm bar. Mm -hmm. But I love pressure. Pressure is my big um, a big part of my jujitsu game. But yeah, uh, what Sarah was talking, Sarah Willis was talking about was. I love when people get me in guard to pretend like they they think they can get a triangle, but I <clears throat> position myself so that right when they think they've got it, I can throw their legs over my shoulders yeah. and um, pass them pass their guard and so, it's very degrading. <laughs> yes. You're like, yeah, no, 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 panic, panic, panic. It's very degrading. But the only reason I get that a lot is because I practiced it so much, probably a hundred times in the last two years so I would say more like okay. you got that one down pat yeah that's what we call deliberate practice have y'all read the book yeah uh, 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 no I've heard um talent is overrated no I've heard Keenan talked about it he mm -hmm. like explained it all on his board and talked about like whenever he was starting to get like more advanced he would go out and like write out what he was gonna do mm -hmm. or he would be like guard pass he's only gonna do like only gonna try this guard pass for that day so I want to I've like started to try doing it it's pretty cool. I like it. Sometimes I get frustrated because I'm only like letting myself do one thing. Mm -hmm. But I think it's helped a lot, actually. Oh, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> Clancy, and so your go-tos or things that you like to gravitate towards? I typically pull guard, which I'm trying to get out of. I'm trying to learn some takedowns, hey, but if normally, it works, it works, you know. yeah, pulling guard, and I like gift wrapping mm -hmm. to take the back, mm -hmm. and I like baseball chokes, mm -hmm. and I like bow and arrow chokes. Yes, those are my favorites. Oh yes, I forgot. I love bow and arrow chokes. They've got me a few golden medals in competitions. Well, actually, because I had a good coach in Grace. <laughs> that was me. I coached her over this one tournament. She was like demolishing this girl. It's like Sarah, bow and arrow, and she did it. And she jumped up, and we were just like so happy jumping up in the tournament. We were like screaming at each other. I know the people like in the barricades were like, these people are insane. But I was like, yes, Sarah, and she was like jumping on the mats. It was so great. <laughs> And then meanwhile, you got me over here. I just like to break off people's legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and ankles. Ankle lock, yeah. ankle lock, toe hold. Toe hold, yeah. All the fun stuff. I think I did a bicep slicer. Not bicep, calf slicer. Yeah, boom. Up on yep, you did. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just drilled those with Mr. Eric. We were doing uh, the turtle to, he calls it the banana split, but yeah. like the twister version of that. Yeah. I don't know, where you pull apart the legs. Yes, yes. So we went there, and then he did a calf slicer. He's like, tell me if this hurts. And I was like, ow, tip, let go. <laughs> He's like, does like it that. hurt? Yeah. I was like, yes, yes, it hurts, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, th those are painful, uh, for sure, for sure. So what has been something that you've noticed, what's something that you've noticed has been a big benefit with just jujitsu in your everyday lives? You know, I know some of us were out air traffic school, some of us, like me, were teachers, some of us are still in school. So how does, you know, you can't exactly wrestle your way downtown or something, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, how have you seen it translate maybe into the real world for you? So for me, it's learning to stay calm under pressure. That's the biggest thing that flowed over from jujitsu into everyday life. Because mm -hmm. when you get 
beat down with the stress of life sometimes. It's overwhelming. Just like some 220 pound person is just putting all that pressure on your chest. Just stay calm. Mm -hmm. Don't freak out. Hold in tight. And just wait for the right moment. Yeah. So that's probably been the biggest thing for me. Staying calm in the stress of pressure. Yeah. I would say the fitness aspect of it was really a big thing for us because even like whenever we win the Air Force, the Air Force is not known for being the most fittest branch, <laughs> but there's a lot of fit people. But we were like, we're I, I'd say we were up there projects. because of the fitness we got from jujitsu. Our cardio was a lot better than it would have been if we had not done jujitsu and our strength, for sure. Cardio is a big thing in jujitsu, I would say, because mm -hmm. that's helped my cardio a ton with running and stuff. Yeah. It's good. Um, I think uh, there's like a lot of confidence you can gain from like knowing how, like that you know how to defend yourself. And I really like that aspect. And I like that, like, it brings something new. Like, I'm all, I am always wanted to, like, try something new or learn something new. So I like being able to, like, I don't know, look at, like, instructionals. Those are, I love looking at those. I will spend all my time looking at instructionals. <laughs> I spend so much money on instructionals, and it's so bad. But, like, I like being able to do that. And just, like, it takes, it takes a lot of, like, hard work to do. And, like, knowing that you're dedicated to something like that is really cool. Think I, I mean I gotta echo that it's a confidence for for a big thing is especially as a, as a teacher with everything crazy going on at least I know I've got a fighting chance yeah. you know so and it's also kind of you know it's easier as a as a teacher to hold somebody down as opposed to you know stop moving stop moving just wait you know waiting on the police as opposed to just keep punching them in the face I said yeah. stop I said stop you know it does you I will them. rip your ankle off thank you yeah, so you better you stop now there you go <laughs> but yeah I think especially as women I've encouraged all my you know young ladies that I teach, hey, you know, try to get out there and do jujitsu because it forces you to be uncomfortable or be mm -hmm. comfortable with, with being, being uncomfortable. Because yeah. yeah. mm -hmm. um, nine times out of ten, how's a fight going to end up, especially for a woman, it's going to be in a very compromised position. And it'd be a good idea to know what to do when you're in that kind of position, mm -hmm. for sure. Now, I think we all see nothing but positives. You know, we're a little biased with jujitsu, but what are some things that maybe are some perceived negatives or things you've been told? Uh, what are some things that maybe give you pause with jujitsu, perhaps? Okay, this is going to sound really wimpy. That's all right. <laughs> the, and it's not worth quitting, but the, like, okay. You get kind of sweaty in jujitsu. Okay, okay. So I this is you. really girly, but I don't like getting other people's sweat on me. So as Valid soon point. as it's over with, I change clothes and then go jump in the shower when I get home. Hey, no, I mean, that's a legitimate thing. I remember one time, it wasn't even jujitsu related. I was doing crop and a guy just was sweating profusely. It's, this is the gross part, is that his sweat got in my pores yeah. and I got an infection. Mm -hmm. And so my poor dermatologist was like, what, what's going on? What are you doing? And I said, well, let's do you need to roll or do martial arts in long sleeves and never do anything in short sleeves, which is why I always wear long sleeves. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, the sweat is gross, but, yeah. you know, just, just shower, Sarah. I mean, you're oh, I do. not showering. No. I do. Every, like, as soon as I get home, I hop in the shower. So, yeah, yeah. So, that was a very wimpy reason, but that's my reason. Okay. I would say people don't like starting stuff new, or like, some people don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm. Like, some people just don't like want to put in the work it takes and it takes a lot of work yeah like we're here four to five times a week sometimes more like two times a day training mm -hmm. we're here a lot and it takes a lot of work some people don't want to commit to that right. or like some people don't want to get hurt and it's not like it's it's you're gonna get like hit in the face every now and then like something's gonna get hurt but it's mm -hmm. not like it's on purpose or anything right 
Yeah. I second that. Getting past the awkwardness is a big thing, too, because the first one you come in here, it is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You're rolling around on the ground with people. <laughs> but it gets a lot more comfortable over time, and you just have to stick through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we're really blessed here that we have such a great, you know, group of girls who mm-hmm. train here. I say girls, but young women who train here that, you know, we get to roll with a lot of ladies that some people, you know, some women who may be walking into the gym, there may not be but one or two other women. Mm-hmm. And so that's an added layer of maybe being uncomfortable. So. It's definitely a male-dominated sport. Like, yeah, going to yeah. competitions, I know, like, we've all experienced, like, there's nobody in our division. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe one lady, and, like, you fought the lady, like, four times. You don't want to fight the lady in your other divisions. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you see all the men, and they have, like, 15 people in their division. Like, it just sucks not having, like, as many women in it as mm-hmm. you think you should. And I think we have the benefit and training other places and getting exposed you know to different approaches and you know one thing I will say is I can always benefit from rolling with guys and girls mm-hmm. and if you want to compete there's no substitute for rolling with a with another woman because we just we roll different like mm-hmm. I remember you know up in Jackson when I was doing I, I was really the only woman up there aside for one maybe two other women and I never knew certain kind of passes you could do because you know guys don't pass certain ways you know because things are in the way meanwhile when I go to my first IBJJF competition this girl passes like I didn't know you could do that that's allowed and so there's a benefit certainly to rolling with just women but there's also a benefit to rolling with guys too because if you have somebody like you Sarah who does the pressure game you know okay well I've rolled with some big strong men I can take a little bit of pressure you know but uh if all you do is roll with you know people in your own weight class and you kind of lose that right yeah mm-hmm. I don't know maybe maybe that's just yeah because for a while I was training with mostly guys and I was I felt like I was not doing the greatest or it was just like yeah I would just say not doing the greatest because you they are bigger and stronger sometimes mm-hmm. but then it's you like you have a disadvantage compared to them but I felt like you know I was holding my own it was going good but then when I go to a competition having rolled with mostly guys you see it, it, it like out. you do so much better it makes you more aggressive more gritty mm-hmm. and you for the strength and the speed so I think as like okay so I came into this class like when I was 12 I was taking like three classes a day I was taking my class women's class and adult class and I would do advanced class when we had that so it was like three to four classes a day so like I think that rolling with the bigger people guys especially me being that small it really brought out technique like I can't Mm -hmm. I don't rely I can't rely on my strength so I think that really helped my technique show and I'm, I'm pretty proud of my technique. I like it. <laughs> it <laughs> should be. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think I've, like, I've, like, torqued my game. I was, like, I love pulling guards so much. But then, like, I forced myself. I was, like, I need to start wrestling. So yeah. I eventually started <laughs> wrestling, and then now I just, I don't, I attempt to throw people around. It doesn't usually work, but <laughs> I'll just, like, grab their legs and go limp and see what happens. Yeah. Say go, go noodle. Go noodle. Yeah, yeah I wasn't yeah. gonna say that, but um, I did this like one takedown on uh, our coach, and he's like, "You're a noodle." I was like, "Yes, noodle." Finally, yes, yes, indeed. <clears throat> but no, that's one thing I've I've noticed in my own game is just over time and being able to roll with people that are uh, encouraging or other ladies, and then you know stronger guys. My technique, instead of having to fight for my life every single day, you know, where somebody's trying to kill me, maybe not intentionally, maybe intentionally, I'm, I'm not sure, <laughs> but my technique, being able to roll with other women, has gone way up. Oh, yeah. And so that's something where uh, the, the 
biggest trend right now, at least in our gym, has been the lapels and stuff like that. I love that. the lapels. So, oh, and I love doing stuff like that because when you get with bigger, stronger guys, you know, that can at least hold them for a second. At least. At least. Like with Chase and Dad. Yeah. I like wrap it around. I'm like, please don't let my guard get past. Please don't <laughs> let my guard get past. And like Sarah, she likes to throw your leg over. Pope, she likes to throw your leg over. So you, like you stick it in your own lapel and they go to underhook it. And it's not going anywhere because it's stuck between your lapel and their like body. Our, yeah, yeah. Their body. Yeah. So it's like not going anywhere. It's just there. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you also have to deal with the other leg not getting past. True. So there's a whole side of that. Very true, very true. So Clancy, I wanted to ask, what's it been like um, prepping, getting ready for, you know, the next phase and the air traffic control? And I know you're studying, getting ready to go off to college at the same time. So what's that been like balancing those two? Oh, it's been... And, well, three, I should say. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's been fine because our classes are in the evening and stuff. And to me, it's a de-stressor. So going through the stress of life, you come in here and, like, you can just get it out. Like, even going through school, you go to school, you get off and you're like, oh, man, I got jiu-jitsu. And you come to jiu-jitsu and you roll it out and then you go back to school. It's been great. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I wish we could have trained more in the military, but we couldn't because of our time schedule. Mm -hmm. But we trained a little bit. But I would say, like, it's a really big de-stressor going through school and through the military and everything. It's good. Mm -hmm. I can imagine that was also because I know I'm assuming they still do combatives they like, do we never did because of our school schedule but uh, they did do it okay. yes and then COVID was also a little odd too yeah that's true yeah. All that up. Yeah. I think they brought the combatives back but uh -huh. when we went through COVID was still a hot topic so they kept us separated as much as possible and that was one <coughs> area that they cut so yeah. Which made me glad that I had jujitsu. Yeah, belt, so. I, say, I would have, I would have paid money to have seen y'all just go out there. All right, who knows combatives? I know a little. I know a little bit. Oh, Training three years. No, we did see Marines out there at the Marine Squadron at Keesler. Yeah. They would do jujitsu all the time, and I would just watch them. I should have went out there, but I didn't. Yeah. You like challenge them? And they're like, okay, let's go. And they're like a black belt. It's like never mind. Never mind. Never mind. So, yeah. I can say this now since COVID is not as popular now, but like on um, yes, it was it was it was in vogue. Yes, yes. people loved it. It was very popular. Thank you, Sarah. We're in basic training um, on Sundays whenever eventually when we're getting close to graduation and our instructors weren't there as much. Me and some of the girls would go in the day room and yeah, we, we did that too. We would. Yeah. I showed them a few basic positions and um for um jujitsu when we was in basic training. So. Yeah. That was a good experience. Yeah. They loved it. Yeah. I got to actually roll the girl who worked at a prison. Oh. <laughs> and so she was really good at it. I love using my friends. I'm like, let me drill this on you. And they're like, no. I'm like, please. I just saw I just saw it. Like me looking at Instagram moves. I'm like, I know Kai Tara posts like all those flying arm bars and yes. stuff. I'm like, can I do it? Can I do it? They're like, no, you're insane. I'm like, rah, rah, rah. let me do it. <laughs> I need to. Meanwhile, the only... You know, Ben and I, you know, we my, that's my husband, we uh, we met doing jujitsu, so we'll drill some things together. But mainly what happens at the house, I end up just using guard retention to keep my dog yeah. from just attacking me all the time. That's they, like um, habits of, like, hip escaping in the bed. Like, you turn over and you do a hip escape. I know y'all do it because we've talked about it before. <laughs> or, like, you do, like... So, like, if you fall down, you automatically go backwards fall. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, yes. stand up, you know. I know. I'm always standing up like that. I'll be sitting on the ground at cross country, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, that's habit. Leave me alone. You did too. Like, now up. you can't take me down if I stand up. Technically, get some. They're like, wait, I don't care. Why was coming after you. I know. <laughs> they're like, well, you need to calm down. I'm like, you should try to do You should try to do It's so fun. <laughs> 
know, I've had a bunch of seventh grade girls say, man, I just can't, I'm just, ah, I just want to hit something. So why don't you try jujitsu? There's nothing quite as therapeutic as choking someone out. Advertisement. Yeah. Advertisement. It's, it is a stress reliever, though. It is. Like, I love coming here. I'm like, this is so, this is great. Even though you, like, sweat a lot and you feel nasty yeah. sometimes. But I actually don't mind sweating because I run cross country. Yeah. So that was like. Even in here, you're like in your rash guard, and then you have your gi on, yeah. and you're sweating a lot. But I also don't mind it. Like I, I kind of like it. I'll wear the hoodie under my gi. I'm okay. gonna do that this Friday. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Okay. So, and then you'll sweat like an extra lot. It kind of feels nice sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. So, one of the big things with uh, this first episode that I wanted to make sure that we got to is encouraging you know women to try it out if they're on the fence. And you know, maybe give some suggestions and you know how to start. You know, picking a gym. What are some good you know things just to be looking at? You know, what advice would you give? Especially if you had to move around, how would you do that? So, so starting out, if you've never done anything like this before, I would go and just watch first, and just see what it's, the environment's like in the gym, see what the people's like, and if it's a good fit for you. If you want to try it out, if you have like a friend or a sister um, that would go with you, that would probably be a good suggestion um, to have a wingman to go with you. But yeah, um, it comes, it gets easier because at first, if you've never done it before, it may feel a little awkward. But like now, I don't even think about it. Um, I recently visited another gym for two months, and most of the time, I was the only girl there. And because I got so used to it, I didn't even think twice about it. So, it um, the awkwardness will eventually completely vanish. Mm -hmm. Having fun, coach? <laughs> Our coach is uh, uh, working on the thermostat in uh, in the studio. <laughs> oh, thank you. We were planning on it. <laughs> the sassafras. Um, but yes, um, I would say you know I've had to change gyms just with moving. And a big thing is, it's kind of an intangible where you, you have to go in person and just kind of check it out. And, you know, sometimes, you know, call it women's intuition or what have you. Just sit in there, get a good feel for it, for, you know, maybe watch it for the first two or three times. Um, if you feel comfortable getting on the mats, especially if you've done jujitsu a while, oh, yeah. you know, you know, watch maybe a class or just, you know, not roll the first class. But that's something that I will say I've had to do at a couple of gyms is just get a feel for it because mm -hmm. I'm not intimidated, you know, by being the only woman in a no. you know, class. Like that's not an uncommon thing, no matter what martial arts you do, whether it be taekwondo or grab or what have you. And so you get a sense of are they just putting on their best behavior because I'm brand new today? If you stick around for maybe a week, maybe you know a month, then you at least will tell be able to tell what the true colors are because sometimes you know warning signs aren't there until you know a little bit it's in. too late yeah it's too late right and so yeah if you've ever read the book the gift of fear it's you want to trust your instincts if you get the mm -hmm. heebie-jeebies you're getting the heebie-jeebies yeah. for a reason you know yeah and so that's a big book that i recommend on that but uh, and if the gym is good and there's just like one person that you get the i guess you'd say heebie-jeebies from you don't have to roll with them you're not obligated to roll Right. With someone yeah. who's making you feel uncomfortable. So. I will say no to people. I'm like, I do not care. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do it real quick. I'll be like, no, no I'm not mm-hmm. rolling with you. <laughs> I have no problem with yeah, doing yeah. this. And I don't know what it is. Some people, I, I don't, maybe it's here down south that this, we're supposed to be polite and not say no, I suppose. But I have no problem saying no either yeah. way. I have just been like, everything's great, everything's fine. And then all of a sudden, uh, two or three months in, this guy that I had known, we've been nice. I just got the creepiest feeling in the world. You know, without disclosing stuff, you know, it turned out that some crimes had been committed. And oh. so I was like, okay, so my sixth sense was right. But I guess ultimately the big encouragement is if you're on the fence, try it. Go mm. with somebody. Um, if you're, you know, really interested in hearing more topics about, you know, jujitsu and women, we've got some more coming down the pipe. Uh, some more with these ladies in the future, possibly. Uh, and then we'll talk more about, I know that's something we've mentioned with competitions that's going to be talking about you know competition prep you know what do we look for fun stuff coming down the pipeline but uh yes i want to thank y'all for for coming out and you know adding some input and some color in our first ever episode yeah it's huge this yes. is fun and uh okay. really enjoyed it and i appreciate y'all's time we got we got some pizza now in the studio so good i'm hungry times, good times. i'm also um nicknamed uh squirrel and noodle so yes we'll just, yes we'll just combine that third so around maybe that should just be our like candles it. our sign outs our animal no- i'm kidding don't do that <laughs> <laughs> peace out noodle squirrel noodle yeah. squirrel yeah this was fun and i'm yeah. looking forward to seeing what it does in the future yeah so. absolutely the sisterhood of jujitsu so yeah oh that's one thing i didn't mention jujitsu is a great family it is. It really is. That yeah. could be its own episode. That's really a and truly. very good benefit of jujitsu. You become a family. But yes, thank y'all for tuning in and be on the lookout for our next episodes. It'll be coming out. Uh, thank you for the support and give us a follow, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. An important message from Blue Ridge Hospice. There may be several hospices now claiming to serve the area, but Blue Ridge Hospice is the only local hospice that has been serving here for 40 plus years, operates the only hospice inpatient care center, conducts the only community-wide grief and bereavement programs, offers a nationally recognized music therapy program in conjunction with Shenandoah University, outscores every other Virginia hospice in Medicare's quality scores, and so much more. Blue Ridge Hospice, the first, the best. Find out more at BlueRidgeHospice.com. Zaza Music Festival, the most anticipated summer event, is coming to Baderfield in Atlantic City on July 15th and 16th. Lado, Da Baby, Remy Ma, Freeway, Beanie Siegel, Coyle Ray, Coco Jones, and more. Plus, the world premiere of the new Burner Boy Breakfast Metaverse series with more artists to be announced. Tickets are on sale now at ZazaFestivals.com. Get your tickets before they're gone. Visit ZazaFestivals.com for more info about the VIP experience and the full lineup. ZazaFestivals.com. Come